Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. There are a bunch of ladies at the church building right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like the parking lot is filled. All these ladies are walking in. What is going on? Uh, it's it's Wednesday night, so it's ladies night. It's uh, half off on margaritas. Oh, is that what it is? That's I didn't know that. Is. Half off. That's why everybody's half here. Off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a new mom's class study thing well, it's going not on. New moms, but yeah, it's it, a I, new class for mothers. It's focusing on new moms. And they, that's why they have seasoned moms. I saw moms some there. seasoned mothers. Yeah, up. they're here for like counseling for like uh, investing and all that. Okay. So all the all the old moms are here helping uh, no, out the young. The young the young. The, no, the seasoned yeah. mothers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, they're not seasoned. Yeah, they're you know, seasoned. They're like they're salty. <laughs> some of them, uh, some of them, some them are. are I've met their children. I understand why. They, uh, so yeah, there's actually a ton of people here. We mm. just wrapped up an elders meeting, so we're chilling out. Yep. And um, get some episodes. Joe's leaving. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Joe's leaving us. I'm, I'm going on vacation. You also told me uh, you're looking at, you know, potential jobs. You're gonna be interviewing. Right, no. At some churches. That's not true. Or a church. I have. I, I would not interview. I would not accept an offer to interview. Uh, you are lying. But no, th- no, no, no. I'm not lying. You told me. You said, uh, I'm getting out of here, and I'm looking at a church in South Carolina. No, I didn't. <gasps> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I think you're trying to lead us away from the fact that you have been interviewed recently. I have not been interviewed. You have not had a Skype interview. Lately. Oh yes, I okay. Oh, come on now, that's, not, that's different. Interesting. Now that was for a rather large production company, I do believe, Jimmy. <laughs> was it not? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, interesting. Yep, yep, yep. So you're uh, you're being interviewed. I'm being interviewed by a production company by a production to potentially company. be the televised sidekick of Joe Thorne <laughs> on an upcoming special. I do believe that's what's happening right now. Uh, that actually is true. <laughs> that actually is true. We actually had a, a whole conversation about that, and I was like, "Listen, I'm only going to sign if uh, if at some point in the credits or on the show." Joe is referenced as the uh, the series wife, the special wife. Yeah, she so and she said deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there, there's this is the same production company that was talking to me last year about being a part of a History Channel special mm-hmm. on Jesus, and I didn't want to do it. Um, it, it just it wasn't. You didn't want to do it without the fofo. Yeah, that that too, and um, I was. Uh, so we were left on good terms. They yeah. were really, they were really excited. They understood. They and understood. So, yeah, they, they were disappointed, but they yeah. understood. So then they came back like, "How about this?" So we're talking about something that's biblical. Yep. That uh, I'm down with, and so we were talking uh, recently about it and just generalities and stuff. And and I mentioned the podcast, and I mentioned Jimmy, and and how we do this thing, and um, you know, the podcast is pretty popular. And, she was she was interested in it, and I said, so you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of banter and arguing. Yeah, yeah. But we get into, the, and she goes, oh, so you guys differ, you disagree. What do you what do you guys argue? Yeah, sure. What's your different perspective? Where's the drama going to come yeah. in? <laughs> and I said, well, no, theologically, we're on the same page. We argue about who's the podcast wife. <laughs> and she, uh, so then she went and watched some of the videos and stuff, yeah, and wow. she uh, she really liked it. So she's like, I want to talk to the fofo. She wants to talk to the fofo. Figuring so, out nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, but, you yeah. never know. I mean, yeah. if if it's biblical and cool, we'll do it. We'll do it. But if it goes weird, yeah, I don't think yeah, that's if, that's not for either of us. No. No. But this this person that in the production, she's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, 
Yeah, there you go. There See? you go. So I'm that's what going, I interviewed yeah. for. Joe was trying to lie earlier. I wasn't lying. Nobody okay. cares. This yeah. is not even. No, they I'm going to say. They don't you know, know why? Is because you're leaving and you're trying to break my heart before you go. You said that you that's were. All. You said you were taking auditions to replace me while I was gone. That's what you said. I yes, I held uh, a audition on Monday. You mean an audition? Whatever. You're never going to make it on History Channel, man. If you can't speak. <laughs> no, that's why I got you for. That's oh, the whole okay. thing. It's a, you know what, Steve. Steve didn't correct me. Hey, you know what was actually really good about that night? Okay, nobody knows what you're talking about. Okay, right with Steve, when I was holding the interview, I came out looking great. Yeah. Everyone at the end was like, wow, Steve, you're not looking so good right now. And even Steve's like, I'm not coming off as a really credible person. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. During the interview over dinner with Steve McCoy at, to be my, your replacement. I Okay, in this relationship, you always kind of look better and smarter. At my house, I looked better and smarter than Steve. All right. First of all, I was under the impression that you were joking about interviewing people. But now that I know you really <laughs> interviewed Steve McCoy, I am not happy right now. What do you mean? You can't, first of all, you can't replace me. It's my podcast. Well, it's my podcast. It's my podcast. Uh, my po- I my started podcast. It. I started it. My podcast. And, uh, and so Steve, Ed, and I have this idea uh, moving forward. Oh, over really? Here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, I wanna... With Ed behind it, it's, it's sure to break the, the 200 barrier. <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> Ed can't even break the 200 barrier on Twitter. How is he going to teach somebody to break the 200 barrier at the church? <laughs> you know what I love is that, uh, and here's the thing about the, the banter guys. Uh, we do it because it's funny to us. Yeah. And that right there, even though there's a lot of inside jokes that I we know, just gave it's annoying across, to some people. Sorry. But it's great for me. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. And so, anyways, I'm going to miss you while you're gone. Uh-huh. Joe's going on vacation. Yeah, I'll be gone. Uh, hey, listen. We're, we're talking about Ten Commandments, right? We're talking let's about Ten Commandments. Let's get to it. People, right, like, let's get to it. Five people it. are, like, really, like, angry and they're cursing at their <laughs> at their MP3 player because they don't actually have an iPhone. It's just their MP3 player. And they're like, hey, these guys are – I don't have a skip ahead button. What am I going to do now? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about murder. Ooh. Ooh, the Sixth Commandment. Thou murder. shalt not murder. Murder, she wrote. Good job. You ever watch that show? Yes. I hated that show. So I watched it. It made who, me sin. I watch it with about Lenny. It. Oh, he would watch it. Lenny's an old timer at the cigar shop. Yeah, that's yeah. who I watch it with. All right, so we're going to talk about the sixth commandment. Mm-hmm. Thou you shalt, shalt not, not murder. Thou shalt not murder. Yep. Um, so what we want to do is we want to encourage you guys to always be going back and read Thomas Watson on the Ten Commandments. We yeah. give you links in the show notes. You can go read it for free. You can buy the nice yeah, you can, copy yeah. online. That's right. Whatever you got to do. But read. So next week, be reading on the Seventh Commandment before we get to it so that you're prepared. Uh, it's really, really good stuff. Today, um, we're going to be referencing Watson like we always do as we're yep. going through these Ten Commandments. And when, when Watson deals with this, what's, the, what's his basic idea? What's his basic take on the, the breaking of this law? Yeah, I mean, I think ma- mainly he's trying to say we must not needlessly injure another individual. Right, right. And I think that's, that's a good way to talk about it because— you know, sometimes, sometimes uh, injuring someone is an ugly uh, necessity, right? Sometimes, you're talking about like in self-defense. Is, is self-defense, we're going to have to Defending do, of others, you know. We're going to have to do a whole thing on self-defense for real. But uh, yes, self-defense, uh, capital punishment, war. Uh, the, in the Old Testament, God commands these things. Yeah. Uh, he commands or permits them uh, uh, under the um, you know, category of justice. And, and so... We're not saying that killing is always sin, but murder specifically, the taking of innocent life, and by innocent we simply mean innocent uh, civilly in the world, not before God. Mm-hmm. 
That is forbidden. And so when he says that this is to needlessly injure somebody, he is saying that murder is forbidden, yeah. but then so is everything else that leads to murder. That's what he does with it, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're talking about uh, anger. You're talking about envy. You're talking about hatred, right? right. Well, let's, let's these, come these back to These issues of the heart. Right. Let's come back to those issues of the heart a little bit later. Let's right. let's break this down a little bit the way that Watson does it. He he breaks it down into um, the three general forms of of breaking the commandment. Right. Yeah. What is it? What, how does he? What are the three basic? The three categories? basic ways: uh, injuring another's name. Okay. Injuring another's body, and then injuring another's soul. That's going to be oh, interesting. So cool. This is why you need. This is why you read the Puritans, people. Yeah. Because they're smarter than you. They're better than you. Yep. Yeah. So, so when he talks about injuring another name, what are we? What are we talking about there? Yeah, we're the, the reputation, and this is going to lead into the ninth commandment when we get to that. So, bearing false witness. Right. We're just gonna we're gonna just touch on it here. But when you hurt someone's name through lying, gossip, you know, slander, that kind of a thing, yeah, um, you are in a in a very real sense destroying them publicly. Uh, you're taking away from them in a way that could not only hurt their relationships, but it could even hurt their livelihood. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> it could hurt their feelings, uh, you know, too, which, you know, some people uh, that may not feel very significant yeah. to. But when you think about it, you know, if you're actually hurting somebody's feelings, what you're doing is you're you're injuring them in such a way that um, that they begin to doubt maybe um, their value yeah. or um, their usefulness to God, to kingdom. Um, I'm not a real sensitive guy, so mm-hmm. like Jimmy and I are not real sensitive. We, we're, we play hardball, meaning you know, we, we play dodgeball with golf balls and no pads or protection. So uh, <laughs> we, we go at it, and that's fun for us. Yeah. But there, there would be a way that Jimmy or I could hurt one another with words. Yeah. Because we know like what's off limits and, and what's exactly. not, and so you know, injuring another's name is is one of those things that we can do that um, has real consequences. The Bible has a lot to say about this. We're going to come back to that on the ninth commandment. Mm-hmm. But injuring another's body, right? I mean, that's that's pretty clear, I think, in Scripture. Yeah, I mean, you just look at uh, I'm trying to find it here. Genesis nine six: uh, mm-hmm. Who sheds man's blood? By man shall his blood be shed. Right. So. Obviously, God takes murder very seriously. Exactly. Um, not the, not just the act of killing, but specifically the taking of the life unnecessarily. Yes. Um, that man's life will be required of him if he does that. And, and there you talk about like the capital punishment, justice, right. and, and things like that. Yeah. Right. And just you know, for the record, we ought to do an episode on capital punishment. Mm-hmm. Let me just get this out there. Um, I am for the just execution, no pun intended, of capital punishment. Uh, but that does not mean I'm okay with how capital punishment has worked in our country. Yeah, I think, I think in our country, fair. the system is very broken. I think a lot, I, I know, we all know a lot of innocent people um, have been uh, put to death, or at least we know that people were not guilty of the crimes they were arrested for and, and, and found guilty of have gone through that process. So it's one thing to say ideologically, biblically, I'm for capital punishment, as a, as a way of, of executing justice, but it doesn't mean that you're pro, like, hey, let's, I like how America does it. Yeah. So, um, so injuring another's body, though, is, um, you know, this would relate not just to uh, pulling a gun out and shooting them dead. No, I mean, I mean, Jesus talks about that in Matthew 5, right? He talks about uh, if, you, if you murder in the heart, like if you hate somebody, 
right? Like if you're so angry with them, and even as we talk about anger, envy, exactly. and hatred, uh, these issues of the heart, then you are, in a way, uh, you're murdering them inside. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, in in your own heart. And so that is just the same. Now, Jesus is so clear about this. Now, what's happening here, right? Jesus is dealing with the heart level yeah. um, in terms of our our. Our, our thoughts, our emotions, our impulses, yeah. where you just, you have, it, it, it can be hatred, right? Where that's easy uh, for me to relate to, or anger is easier for me to relate to than say envy, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are all forms that we all struggle with on one level or another. And it makes us just as guilty as the one who pulled out a gun and shot someone dead. We had over a hundred shootings in Chicago over 4th of July weekend. Wow. Over 100 shootings i don't remember how many deaths over the fourth of july weekend that is crazy no that's nuts i mean it's crazy good thing trump's sending federal agents to chicago to kind (laughs) of fix this (laughs) and i'm not trying to make like a you know i'm trying trying to be really lighthearted about it but there is a little bit of uh insincerity and my yeah, opinion of Trump and great, his ability man. to uh, keep making light of all the shootings. No, I'm dead just saying. People in Chicago, I'm just dude. saying he's going to really take cool. the government. The, you know, the government's going to come help and fix something that the government can't even fix itself. Anyways, continue. Oh man, Illinois budget again. Illinois budget is about thirty-two percent increase. Yeah, thirty. Okay. Hey, well, first of all, Illinois is so corrupt. Oh my gosh, you guys have no idea. All right, so here, anyway, no, um, wait, what were we talking? No, what do they say? The seven. I think it's either six or seven out of the last eight governors have been in prison. Yeah. Yeah, Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. It's not just Chicago people. It's yeah, the state. It's Illinois. Yeah. All right, continue. <sighs> what are we talking about? We're talking about Oh uh, yeah, the anger and yeah. Adrian and all that. So but here's what here's what I think is, is is helpful for us is Jesus is dealing with the heart issue. The law gives us the explicit prohibition. So that also would include then in between, right? So you've got acts of violence yeah. and abuse that are not unto death, but are stemming from the same place. So Absolutely. So you're talking about like uh uh Domestic violence. Absolutely. Right? Child abuse. Right. You know, in, in that, in that frame. Jumping a kid at school because he's... Bullying. You know, right? Yeah, Absolutely. bullying would, and bu- would be a bullying. And I'm not talking about like... No. I don't know. There's yeah, a difference right. between... Can we have to do an episode on bullying? No, we haven't done Stop that with crying about the bullying, first of all. Okay? <laughs> no, real Joe, bullying. I'm going to wear Real, pink. like, okay, I don't like the word, but um, physically, emotionally uh, intimidating and abusing kids is Manipulating. not okay. Yeah. Is not okay. But uh, teasing... Uh, teasing, tease, you know, everybody gets teased, but real, like uh, there's somewhere in there, somewhere that we got to define our, our terms a little bit better. But yeah, this prohibits all of that. Yeah. Like, this and I'm talking about vicious all. bullying when I'm talking about yeah. like I was bullied and beat up physically. And there you have it. No, I'm fine. No, I'm totally you, fine. No, what are you talking you did about? Not prove the point you were no, trying to make. I did. You no, it's did not. Yes, I are did. Are you kidding me? I'm, like, I'm, I'm balanced. You are not I'm balanced. I'm fair and balanced like Fox News. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Again. They, they prove my point. Point was not proven. Prosecution rests. Okay, so um, <laughs> not at Fox News. They're still under. Oh right, my goodness. Hey, um, all right. So we got injuring another's name. Yep. Injuring another's body. But then Watson says oh, yeah. he takes it to another level, and he goes, "No, we're breaking this commandment whenever we injure another's soul." <laughs> wow. I mean, here I'm going to read what Watson says here. All right. This is the greatest murder of all. Because there is more of God's image in the soul than in the body. Though the soul cannot be annihilated, it is said to be murdered when it is deprived of its eternal happiness and is forever in torment. How many are soul murderers? And that's not a question. That was an exclamation. Like yeah. He goes, how many are soul murderers? Like uh, They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And so he kind of lists a few ways 
that uh, how soul murderers work. Right, he's got four uh, four ways here. Number one, soul murderers are those who corrupt others by bad example. Mm. The world is led by example, especially by the examples of great ones, which are very pernicious. We are apt to do as we see others before us, especially those above us, such as are placed in high power are like the pillar of cloud. Where, uh, where they went, Israel went. Uh, when great ones move, others will follow them, though it is to hell. Evil magistrates, like the tail of the dragon, yeah. draw the third part of the stars after them. What he's saying is, when you have a platform or a position of power or authority where people are likely to watch you, they are likely to emulate you, and your bad example... Right, your our politicians, mi- our civil servants, pastors, pastor, teachers, well, pastors. Authors. He kind of goes into the ministers yeah. part for that for but, that one. But any anybody who who has the ability teachers, to lead by example, yeah. and then in their example are leading people astray. They're not directly telling them to do something. It's just the it way might that they be live. unintentional, but it's yeah. the way that they're living their life. They they the way they live their life is different. I would even say for some, by what they profess. Oh, yeah. Right? And I think that's that's kind of what we're talking about here as, as a bad example. Uh, but even secondly, soul murderers are those who entice others to sin. So now it gets ramped up. So now what's, not, what's the difference between this then and and a bad example? I think the first one is they're not drawing people in. They're not actually actively saying, participate with me. Right. They're, it's just they're doing their own thing, and you see it, and you want to join in. Yeah, because that, that, that's the cool guy. That's the cool guy. Right? They're sitting in the back of the bus. And so here, soul murderers I used to are, sit on the back of the bus. See, again. Only you, freshman year, though, because then I, we drove. Then you drove? Yeah. All right, so soul murderers are those who entice others to sin. So the harlot, by curling her hair, rolling her eyes, laying open her breast, does what is or does what in her lies to be both a tempter and... And a murderer. Right. So it's like when you're trying to entice and get people to join into your corruption, is that's what Watson would call a soul murderer. Now why? Why do you? Why do people? Okay, so it's one. I, I get the bad example thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But why do you think? Like, it's one thing for a guy to go his own way. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. And if people follow me, whatever. But then there are others who entice people to join them in their sin. Why do they do that? Do you think? I think two. Th- at least in my experience, has been for two reasons. One, I want to justify my actions by getting as many people as possible to join in. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one, so it can't be that bad. And that's kind of that that second part is, is it really that bad? Like, is it really, you know, why why is it that there's some unattainable standard? Can't we all just enjoy what, you know, we're tr- can't we all just enjoy this together? So some people would even look at, and I'm just, I think this is a bad example, but I think some people would accuse you and I of some of these things with smoking and drinking. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. even though we don't necessarily entice people, but we're not ones bad that example. Are like, we're bad examples, right? Uh, and so, you know, for us, we we're pretty open and honest about that. Uh, but we don't tell people, you know, hey, disregard your beliefs. I've actually had people send me messages saying, "Hey, I'm thinking about trying out cigars, and I really smoked." And I'll first I'll respond to them and say. Uh, well, listen, why do you want to smoke? Like if you haven't in the past and if it's only because you see, you know, you read about take or that money us, invested in the gym, go do something else with it. If that's fine, <laughs> like don't feel like you need to do that. Uh, and so I'll try to actually encourage them not to because, well, why are you? I want to know why yeah. you want to do it. You know, and in the end, they, you know, they're going to make their own decisions. And I think there's Christian liberty out there. Yeah. 
because um, we're not actually talking about sin in this case. So, exactly. Yeah, but just... when it comes to sin, though, then there are people that are, are actively trying to draw others in with them. And they become instruments of the devil in that. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that's what I think is, is insane. And I, I think another reason that we tempt others to sin with us is um, I, I think there is some sort of... I guess I guess I'm going to say the same thing you said, but I'm going to put it in a, in a, a better way. No, in a, just in a different light, mm, not in mm. a better way at all. That because um, I'm just repeating what you said, but it really it kind of exalts them above the other person in that. Oh wow, like they're following me now. It's a control yeah, issue. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's. Something I could see there. that. I could see that. Yep. All right. Well, then he lists this number three as uh, oh. injuries to another soul. He says. Ministers oh. are murderers. Ministers are murderers who either starve or poison or infect souls. When I say to a wicked man, you will surely die, and you do not warn him or speak out to dissuade him from his evil ways in order to save his life, that wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. That's Ezekiel 3.18. Mm-hmm. Ministers are murderers when they neglect to share the truth yes. of God yeah. and the gospel with those who are perishing. Yeah, and I, I mean, talk about that. Like When you starve the soul, right? Mm. Feed the flock of God which is among you, For it, it, we find in First Peter 5. Uh, so they feed themselves and they starve the flock. So as ministers, as, as, as uh, presenters of the gospel and, and as the word of God, are we actually giving meat and potatoes to our people? You know, I, and, I, and I listen, I've listened to pastors say like, oh, I study, I read, I'm reading all this stuff, but I can't give that stuff to my congregation. They're too oh, dumb. They're, yeah, they're, they're too young. They can't, they're on, no, they say this. They, wait, they say oh, dumb? Absolutely. Uh, that's a surprise. Okay, absolutely. Right. They're like, no, they're just too immature. They can't handle it. They're, they'll freak out. They'll get mad. Like they have a million different excuses. Okay. But they are starving the souls of the exactly. People. You got to give them that 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 doctrine. Yeah, theology, the truth, uh, however offensive it may be. So there are some who starve the souls yep. of God's people. There are others who poison souls. Oh. Such are heterodox ministers. Don't go there, Jimmy. Who poison people with <laughs> error? Right. So it, this is the this is the bad theology and uh, wonky theology. It doesn't have to be outright blatant heresy. Yeah. Sometimes it's just stupid, inventive, curious uh, concepts that are applied to it that aren't necessarily outright heresy that'll damn someone to hell, but is enough to lead people uh, into I mean, heterodox there's a, And there's a lot of people out there, right? Like, I, I you know, you stop you, it. No, you think of like stop Benny it. Hinn. Yeah. Yeah. You think yeah. of Benny Hinn. You think of. Um, Nick Batzig. <laughs> Nick Batzig is super orthodox. We love Nick. I'm just teasing. I'm trying to derail you. From no, you're trying you derailing... to derail me yeah. from bringing up. I know what you're going to bring up. Don't dollar. bring it up. Uh. You want? I'm going to bring up the Creflo. I'm going to bring up the dollar. The Creflo dollar. All right. Yeah. Go, Jimmy's no, th- talking I think, about. No, I think this is actually this is pertinent. All right. So, so I can't say who, but somebody no, don't say who. somebody sent an audio clip of a Creflo dollar sermon to a friend of mine who sent it to me uh and you know it's creflo dollar you can hear it um but it was interesting i i just i heard it today okay so what happened you got to say it you can't i'm say, gonna i'm getting you can't to it say, oh i heard a thing and listen the water on. is cold okay i'm trying to ease into it okay right? i'm not just gonna jump in no jump right in get cause... a heart attack and die all right, all right so anyway so um in in this sermon mm. uh velcro is saying whatever his name is he was saying that um, 
whatever you do to the least of these, you have done to me, said Jesus. Yes. Right. Yes. And therefore, when two Christians have sex, you're having sex with Jesus. If you take advantage of a person and you're having sex outside of marriage, you are having sex with Jesus. But then wouldn't you... But, but Because two Christians, st- your brother and sister, members of Christ, you're having sex with Jesus. So no matter what, sex is with Jesus. Uh, all I know is, is that I wanted to punch him through the iPad. That's all I know. It, it, was, uh, it was disturbing. So you've got... But that, all- that right there is... That's poison. It is poison. That right there is error that it's, is nuts yeah that is crazy and people were kind of clapping and cheering on oh, of course they were yeah because uh dollar said it uh, and, and here's the thing it, it can because be, they've been starved it, it doesn't have to be scandalous for it to be poison no sometimes it's You're just right. feel right. good like hey man you know what god wants you to be happy you just need to let go let god and you know what uh live this, your best life now that's what it is right listen to some of those sermons it Poison is sometimes sweet. It's not always bitter. Right? Mm. It's not always shocking. Sometimes it's odorless and tasteless. You don't even know you're ingesting it. That's the most dangerous kind. Yeah, you're a Creflo Dollar saying something stupid. You're like, I ain't drinking that. That's crazy. That's, yeah. I can tell that's poison. It's got the skull and crossbones right on it. I'm not a fool. But then there's the other kind of poisons that are a bit more subtle. we got to be careful here. Heterodox minister is definitely poison. What else? Uh, those who infect souls by their scandalous lives. And I think this is just more about hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah, you've got ministers who um, are have been caught in uh, adultery, and they they, they leave the, yeah. the church and their wife or their girlfriend. You have ministers who cover up child abuse in the church, yep. don't want to deal with it. Um, we have all kinds of scandalous sin that has been covered by those in ministry, and this is a murdering of, of people's souls. Uh, number four. And, I mean, even... I, and I... I I don't know. Sorry, just because it's one of those things that really irritates me. But I mean, even well-known churches that and ministries mm-hmm. that one would look at and say, "Man, this is orthodox. They're conservative. They are. They've got this all together." And yet, when it comes to that kind of an issue, cause murder. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just. I, yeah. I know we've had an episode on it. We'll yeah. talk about child abuse. Uh, or yeah, but it's just our sexual abuse. I should say. Uh, sexual abuse in the church. It just it boggles my mind that I, I can't fathom it. I can't understand why I'm not a, a church would not allow, or that the church would allow that to happen under their watch, but then not prosecute appropriately and you know, protect appropriately. The, if they don't, they don't have the heart of God because, you know, what is it but um, not to do justice? And to love yeah. mercy and to walk humbly with God. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. All right, sorry. So then when we look at these things, Joe, uh, injuring another's name, injuring another's body, injuring another's soul, what are the implications of this? When 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 we hear we must not needlessly injure another. Uh, okay. And yeah. when we talk about you shall not murder, or you yeah, shall not kill, or shall, no, you shall not murder. I think that's the better yeah. translation. Uh, what then are the implications for that? Yeah, I think Watson talks about this, and he says that, uh, the implications here is that you know if you if the prohibition is from injuring others needlessly, uh, if that's the explicit command, then the mm. implication is is you must not injure yourself. Yes, you must not injure yourself physically or spiritually. Absolutely. Um, again, this is unnecessarily uh, to do so. So yeah. um, 
you know, uh, you know, people want to say like, well, when you get a tattoo, aren't you scarring your body? And that's isn't that unnecessary? Or when you're smoking your cigars, you're 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 putting yourself in danger. You're needlessly uh, injuring yourself. Yeah, well, you know, when you work out and you're lifting weights, you're tearing the muscles, and then they have to heal. Uh, yeah, that's the means by which they grow bigger. So technically, you're injuring yourself in order to, you know, it's like, come on, there's, there's, these things break down. Yeah, food yeah. diet. We're not going to get into that stuff because it's just silly. What we are going to say is that hurting yourself, yes, physically or spiritually, harming yourself physically or spiritually. So let's first start with physically. Is a sin. Yeah, well, I think that you know like, Watson says this applies to gluttony, drunkenness, yep. um, clearly, uh, and then even some of the ones we would even think about ourselves when it comes to you know uh, suicide. Yeah, of course. When it comes to uh, uh, there are some people that like cut themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about that kind of stuff when we think of physically. Yeah, and we understand that there's a psychological component there. People yes. are trying to cope. You know, they they're 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 trying to deal with with trauma and and heartache. And so we're not coming crashing down on people who have suicidal. So I have to we have to minister to people who have suicidal yeah. thoughts and people that do cut themselves. I mean, these are the people that are in our churches. You know, that, and so we minister to these people. But uh, understanding that injuring yourself is. While I understand where you're coming from, you're not trying to do something wrong. You are breaking God's command and God's design for your life. So injuring yourself physically, I think that's easy for people to understand, but I think injuring ourselves spiritually, I don't think most of us think about that very much. No, I don't think so. And I think part of that then is uh, taking, keeping watch, I guess, over what we uh, digest, what books we are reading what shows we are watching, what music we are listening to, uh, what are those things that that we are partaking in uh, that are either ed- you know, that's edifying or destroying? I know there was a time in my life where music was a big one for me, uh, was not listening to certain kinds of music or certain songs um, because I, I felt myself becoming... Uh, Amped, I guess is the better way to put it. Like amped is bad. Amped, amped in a bad way. Like not like excited, but just like I would start to get angry. Yeah, and well, upset. music and it's art very emotional. Impacts people emotionally, yeah. and if it's producing in you ungodly emotions, you got to distance yourself. Exactly, from it, exactly. Sure. You know, now you know at certain now you know there's been certain points uh, where I've been able to listen to songs and appreciate the creative value in them without uh, certain emotions that that used to you know, crop yeah. up. But I guess what I'm going to, cause what I'm trying to say is spiritually then, you know, what we're reading or maybe if we're neglecting to read, if yeah. we're not spending time with the word, if we're not partaking the means of grace, if we're not, you know, uh, if praying, a pastor can starve a congregation, you could starve yourself. Absolutely. You know, are you in community? Are you valuing corporate worship? Are you valuing, uh, scripture? Are you valuing prayer? Are, are these things a priority in your life for, uh, the feeding and nourishment of your soul. If not, you are injuring yourself spiritually. I totally agree. And we all do it to one degree or another. Yeah. Right? Um, and for seasons. Yeah. We, we, you find yourself there, whether it's laziness or you find a cu- you know, like a curious and, and, and almost morbid interest in something that's just not healthy. Right? You got to know what's what's good for you and what's not. And you got to know that, you know, in moderation some things are okay. Yeah. But then, you know, too much and things get um things get out of hand. And actually, so. I was I was convicted of this yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. I was convicted of this yesterday. Uh as I was reading uh Calvin's book, and he talks about 
the two things, you know, at the beginning there, pursuing righteousness, pursue, not pursuing, but uh, reading scripture, you know, and it was that pursuing righteousness that was really convicting for me. Yeah, um, you don't do that. I, I don't think of it. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't, I don't intentionally pursue unrighteousness, but do I intentionally, you know, pursue righteousness, that which is good for my soul. Right. Uh, and so I was really convicted while, when I was reading that book you gave me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was, I was just thinking about that yesterday and now as we're talking over this, this whole idea of, you know, do not murder, do not injure another's name, body, or soul, or yourself, yeah. physically or spiritually. Um, you know, it's a negative statement, do not do this. So do not murder, though, has a positive duty attached to it, and that is... Preserve life. You preserve life, physical life, spiritual life. You preserve the lives of others as well yes. as the life of yourself. So preserving life is the positive mandate here. And how do we do that? Like, uh, if we were going to break it down real simple... How do we preserve life as I would say defend the innocent, defend the, the defend those that the defend the defenseless, I guess, is is the way to put it. Protect. uh, So justice would be the big word. Justice. I would say pursue justice, pursue justice. But I think it's more than that, though. I think I, I, I guess in my head, when I hear pursue justice, it's almost like an after the fact. Right. Like something has happened. Now pursue justice on that, on someone's behalf. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking something, at least when I read this and and think through it, I'm thinking something more like a preemptive. Yeah. Well, I think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that, but that is the pursuit of justice. It's, I mean, I would agree with what you're saying. I would just say like, that's, that is justice. Like we want to make sure that, um, that the innocent, um, are protected, that, um, that there is no, injustice being yeah. carried out against, you know, people. Yep. So yeah. I, so I, things like domestic violence, protecting, yeah. protecting uh, these individuals, protecting children that are being sexually or physically abused. I mean, that, that's where the whole, uh, will we discuss uh, abortion, right? Uh, you know, d- defending and protecting unborn children. We're going to do an, an episode, on an abortion. episode on that as well. So yeah, we've got we've got these issues that come up that justice will push. I mean, like this is the will of God, right? To do justice yeah. and to love mercy. So this is something that we should care about, and it comes out in the commandments, right? In the sixth commandment, yep. that we're not just supposed to be for uh, life, but we are to protect life. We're supposed agree. to defend life, and like you said, physically and spiritually. So I, I would also then going into the spiritual aspect of it. Uh, that we've kind of talked about not injuring ourselves spiritually. Uh, but then how are you protecting your family? Mm-hmm. Right? How are you protecting your children or your spouse? Are you encouraging them in their faith? Are you spending time, you know, talking with them? And I'm not talking about like making a two hour event every night of, Don't of do a that. family worship time. Right. Don't do that. You'll kill your kids. And Cause it's boring. Yeah. Uh, God doesn't want you to do it that way. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly. But I'm talking about like, but you know, there has to be some intentionality. Yeah. How are you uh, preaching the gospel to them? How are you sharing God's word with them? How are you praying with them? And then yeah. for your spouse, especially as husbands, as husbands, as the spiritual head of your home, how are you nurturing your wife's faith? Right. How are you encouraging her uh, to grow deeper in God? Right. Like not only it's not only like saying, hey, how's how's your quiet time this morning or how's your prayer time this morning? That That's all good to do. 
are you making the time for her to meet with others? Are you making her, you know, giving her that time so where she can hang out with other ladies to read and to study and to enjoy life? Are you making uh, that time for her to be able to go to women's ministry events or anything like that? So I'm just trying to say in all these things, when we're talking about protecting spiritually, how are you taking care of your family? A hundred percent, man. I mean, if we're going to. I'm 100. You're 100? I'm 100. Because you said 100%. I'm 100. I know, but. If you are, you don't say it. Other people say it about you. If you have to say it about yourself, then not really. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm right. that 100. Okay. I'm so 100, I could say 100. So we've got the pursuit of justice and the preaching of the gospel. If we're yep. going to boil it down, this is how you carry out this commandment. Um, you know, the pursuit of justice means you love God in his ways, yep. and it means you love people made in his image. Yep. So you actually care about, you know, how minorities are treated. Yes. You really care about yes. how, uh, you know, women are treated, how children are treated. How men are treated. You actually pay attention and you want to see righteousness. Right. right. Not not, P, not political correctness. I don't care about political correctness. Yeah. I think it's fun to blow up political correctness. But justice, that we should be about. And then the preaching of the gospel. And by gospel here, I don't just mean the saving truth of, uh, of Jesus Christ, but all of God's word as it relates to Jesus Christ. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, the sixth commandment, you shall not murder. Man, we had a whole conversation on that. Yeah, we did. I'm just saying, like, you know what we got to do next? Uh, the seventh commandment. Oh, really? <laughs> what do you think we we're gonna do next? Uh, I thought we were gonna go grab a cigar. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the seventh commandment. Hey, if you have not yet read Watson mm. on the seventh commandment, get do it. Do it. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on over to the website, DoctorDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. Or you can can hit up the store and grab some merchandise. Fresh pod every... It's not swag. It's not hot. It's not swag. Fresh and hot. I I told you that. Don't worry about it. I know, but it's not swag. I know it's not stuff we all get. It's merchandise. I know. Okay. I corrected you and you'll correct me. I know. I just corrected you No, but I'm just saying I'm calling it swag. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Hot wow now. Later.